Stories from the queer in your ear. There's a queer in my ear. It was all a bit weird, to be honest. Thought when I started working at the haberdashery, things would be different. I was doing what I loved. Looking at cloth. Mum always said it was a nice hobby, but I knew cloth was my calling. Love the colours. Flowy saffron shawl, elegant hot pink lace, heavy green camo sheets. Ooh, spotty yellow cotton. I love spotty yellow cotton. And then the man started coming. The man! A few months ago he first came in. I've never seen anyone like him. So much texture. His eyes were like green sequins. His brow was all crinkly up like it's oily. He was pretending to browse through the thread drawers and his hands sort of folded and squished like stuffing. I said, sorry, it's five to twelve. I'm on lunch. Then he looked at me. He licked his lips and said, I know what you want. I said, no, you don't. And he said, yeah, you want to disappear? I said, anyway, off he went. And I thought it was weird, but at the end of the day, loads of weirdos come into a haberdashery. So that night I clocked off, got the 74 bus home, cooked turkey dinosaurs and went to bed. Then he appeared again. At the end of my bed, he said, I know what you want. I said, no, you don't. And he looked at me. He licked his lips and he said, I'm going to eat you. Every day he came in, five to twelve, looked at me with that crinkly brow and said the same thing. And every day I got into bed and he was always there. Once he was eating a bag of crisps and crunching them really loud and crinkling the pack. And he said, you're next. When I finish my crisps, I'm going to eat you. I went under the covers and he didn't. I'd see him in the haberdashery and I'd say, get on with it. It's a joke, to be honest. What kind of person says they're going to eat someone and doesn't do it? I tried telling other people, but no one believed me. They all said, Pat, this is just like when you said you'd grown a tail. I said, that was true as well. One night, he had a nail file. I said, what's that for? And he said, my teeth make them nice and sharp for you. Another time, he had a bib with a lobster on and was holding a knife and fork and licking his lips. I said, come on then, do it. I wish you'd get your skates on. He said, yeah, well, I will. Tonight's the night. I'm going to eat you. But he never did. Next day at Clothland, I tried tanking up on beta blockers and getting on with it, but I was a state. Everything was shaking. I was like a little ribbon with a bowl, but my head was the bowl and I couldn't stop shaking and wringing it. I decided I needed a nice distraction before he came in. So I went to look at cloth. I said, Gallagrit Pat. <sighs> Floaty saffron shawl, elegant hot pink lace, heavy green camo sheet. 
then I had an idea. I went into the backadashery, uh, the habbakery, the 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 back of the shop. In the cabinet, I found a dusty old doily, two green sequins, some stuffing, some pins for teeth. Then I sewed. I sewed and sewed and sewed and sewed and sewed and sewed, fast as my clammy little mitts could sew. Then I grabbed the heavy green camo sheet off the roll and squashed it behind the counter. I squashed everything behind the counter and waited for the man. And bang on, five to twelve, he came. He looked at me. I clenched my bum. He came towards me. I clenched my legs. I clenched everything and pretended I was a roll of fabric. Finally, he said it. I know what you want. I said, no, you don't. He said, yeah, you want to disappear. And I said, no, I don't. But you do! And I chucked the heavy green camo sheet over his crinkly head. He went down quicker than I expected. I grabbed my little cloth man and shoved him right in my mouth. And I munched and munched, my mouth full of stuffing and doily and pins and sequins. I cried and laughed and screamed, I'm eating you! I'm eating you! Wow. Long story short, I was fired from Clothland when they lifted the camo sheet and nothing was there. It was all a bit weird, to be honest. You've been listening to Stories from the Queer in Your Ear, a series by Fat Bristol, written and performed by me, Lachlan Werner, with music by Bendy Wendy and script consultancy by Alice Keogh. Thanks for listening. <laughs>